Welcome back to episode 9 12 Segal 9 15 Nuf. Uh Okay, wait, wait Hey, well, I don't even know what you said But hey, uh, hi, um, it's me, uh, Rex of, of uh, Fully Living I was going to say Rex Reads, formerly known as Rex Reads um, We have G6 Don't call your own name, bro, G6 on the right Yeah, yeah We have uh, Cube again, by popular demand Men and Trash <laughs> Wow, we have uh, Zebo. Oh, a Somali, sorry. Yes, yes. Stop changing your name. Uh, we have, <laughs> we have uh, the return of the realest nigga on this podcast. Oh, yeah. oh my wow. days! Energy. Wow. Wow. I'm, uh, here. I'm back. I know, you guys, I know you guys missed me last week, but you know. Shut so up. That's, <laughs> that's how you spell stretch. <laughs> wow. All right. Put <laughs> shade. Whatever. So we are back. Um, this week we're talking about we're gonna start talking about I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop putting labels on the episodes we're just gonna let it flow so we're gonna start talking about eating uh, halal versus not eating halal Mm. and uh, personal experiences and people that are doing it and people that are not doing it and all that stuff we're gonna stay away from um, yeah disclaimer we're not saying what's right or what's wrong giving I guess Islamic or religious yeah, op- yeah, opinions. Religious opinions. Yeah, right. this is just what we do. Okay, so yeah, um, let me just start off by telling a story. <laughs> it's a story. It's a bad. This story. is a funny, very, very funny story. Okay, so, so as 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 um, some of you know, I lived in. Or actually, I don't know if you guys know, but I lived in Dubai for a year. So, so as you know, or if you don't know, in Arab countries, everything's halal. So I would go to Subway. There's chicken Big Macs. Um, bacon, whatever, whatever. There was no restrictions, so so I used to go to Subway and get a Subway Club, no problem. I didn't know what the hell was in it, and then I came back. So I came back here in 2012, 2013, and I went to Subway again, and I was like, Yo, let me get the cheapest thing in, in Subway, <laughs> which was a cold cut combo. One more day, one more. And I asked the guy, I'm like, Yo, just take out the, just take out the pork. He goes, yeah, sure. So so he took out, I guess, I don't know what the pork was, but the whole thing is pork, so he just left ham or whatever. So I was eating the cold cut combo. I'm like, yo, this is so blessed. <laughs> eating it, eating it, eating it, eating it, eating it. Munching that. Munching that. I'm like, for, for $3? Are you serious? This is a steal. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then one day, I'm like, yo, this kind of tastes weird. Let me just double check with this guy. And he's like, after, I'm like, after how long? Ah, like two months. I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, I uh, I could dunk and all. You know, I had amazing physical abilities, but <laughs> but I asked the guy. I was like, yeah. I'm like, yo, what? Uh, what's in this? And he goes, yeah, pork, ham, uh, <laughs> roast beef, a bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm not gonna get this anymore. So I was eating pork for two months straight. So, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> my little story about, <laughs> about eating pork so yeah um does anybody else want to share <laughs> yeah one day um i was at high school i think i don't know what grade doesn't matter but we had lunch and we went to this chinese spot and i thought it was sweet and sour chicken so it was gonna be ahli kitab but i was like you know it's whatever fam it w- the, the sweet and sour sauce was orange it was actually pork i took two bites i was like yo it's a little chewy but it's whatever <laughs> and then after my boy's like yo fam that's pork i'm like no way. Whatever I had in my mouth, I spat it out, and I just gave it to the guy that... You heard that, he kept eating, yeah? No, no, no. That's crazy, fam. You're crazy. I gave it to the guy. There's the next guy. He's good. He wants to eat it. So I'm like, have that. Man's like 
stomach was still empty. Went to school, I was cheesed. Second half, <laughs> finished. All your went money. Home. Yeah, all my Shaking money gone. Walked oh, home. Geez. No, you're crazy. Boss man, but peace. Yeah. So, Jake, generally speaking, when you're like, when you when you want to go eat something, do you think, okay, what are the nearest halal spots? Or like, are you conscious of that when you're going somewhere? <clears throat> when I go, no. I probably try and like eat either veggie if I know there's only like chicken or beef that I don't trust. Or if like if I know I can get like fish, or if I can get like some other option, I try to get like halal or veggie. That's it. Um, I'm I'm be honest with you. Um, after going that dark down that dark road of pork, <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Um, honestly, honestly speaking, I think we were talking about this yesterday. Um, I don't know at what point that I stopped eating like halal, cause, strictly halal. like strictly halal. So. I re- like you were saying uh, going to school everybody's eating juicy chicken and I'm like oh these are Muslim people so <laughs> let me let me eat the juicy chicken too and then same thing I think, yeah because I, we I think we, high school we were all you know going to the same we were all going to McDonald's for lunch and I don't remember like I don't remember when I started but I just remember eating going to McDonald's and just getting a junior chicken mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know McDoubles yeah. yeah it just happens but then I sort of consciously started like eating strictly halal I think probably right after high school. And then after that, you know, there was the, the, the whole Ahl Kitab fatwa. But even, and then I sort of pulled away from that. And then I started eating like strictly halal food, like label halal food. And then um, from there it was like, now whenever I'm going somewhere, I'll look for the halal options. And I'm a meditarian, you know. So I have to eat meat. Meditarian. <laughs> wow. I never, I never heard that before. I, I, that's a, I, that's a the, new if, one. If the meal does not have meat, I don't want it. <laughs> that's a new one. That's a new so one. So now I have to consciously find somewhere, you know, to eat. Yeah, is it just me? Or there's like when you try to eat halal, does it just cost more sometimes? Oh like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like what's the premium on halal? Oh my god. <laughs> they're, they're losing all the Muslim people because we're just trying to eat cost effective. <laughs> and then you go to the halal spot and it's $9 and you go down the street, it's like $4. Bro. You know, what do you expect, brother? Well, I'm just yo, hungry, my guy. My philosophy is if I'm, in a, if I'm in a food court or something like that or if I'm in a, a, a street and I see a bunch of restaurants, if there's a halal option, I'm going to go to that. But if there's not a halal option, I'm going to go to the most likely to be halal spot out of all of them. Ahl al-Kitab are clean, you know it's proper. Yeah, the most likely, like the one that makes the most sense. What's, what's Ahl al-Kitab though? Like what, oh. what no, no, I, I know what it is. I, obviously I know what it is, but I'm saying like in this day and age, what, what would we consider Ahl al-Kitab? It's a slippery slope. The Jewish slope. kosher spots are for sure Ahl al-Kitab, but then when you look at Christians, like they don't, yeah, but they don't, they don't, well, they, know, they don't hold, they, they don't hold their, they don't hold the law. Like they don't hold the, the sh- well, it is, like, that's the thing. It's not our place to sort of, you know, make that judgment yeah. call. But I guess we sort of, I guess, try our best with what we're given. I, I agree. I'm, I'm just asking, like, you know what I'm saying? Because there's people obviously listening that are going to be like, what the hell I like that? You know what I'm saying? So. That, and that's, that's the reason why I avoid it. Yeah. Right? Because I'd rather sort of avoid the gray area. The gray areas, yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, just the, keep staying the black and white. It's easier. Just eat vegetarian at least for one meal. I'm sorry, so uh, I Somali. That, yeah. I, I apologize. Meditarian. Um, falafel doesn't count. <laughs> just uh, eat at home, but yeah. How much money do you think the average person spends on food outside the house? It's d- d- depends. Uh, it really depends. <laughs> like if you ask me, it's way too much. Way too much. <laughs> way too much. But honestly speaking. In okay, living so obviously living in Dubai, eating halal is like there's no other option, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but here, like in Canada, 
where niggas are just finessing you for cold cut combos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like way, it's way harder at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, you really need to get over that, man. It was, it was just too much. My bitch. Honestly, there's another instance, but I don't want to share. I don't want to share. No, no, no. You bring it up. Let's go. Let's go. No, what's it? But I think it's a conscious decision you're making, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna, you're basically making a decision. You're, I want to, you know, stick to the my dietary restrictions. But before those dietary restrictions, you know, we gotta ask ourselves: Is the money you're even making halal? Ooh, ooh, mm, let's take a listen. Give it a second. Deep, I, I, I didn't deep. know we're gonna be talking about finances today, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> no, not prepared to go there. You know? it's, it's, it all comes down to that, right? You, Facts. You're restricting yourself to what you're allowed to do, right? Facts. But it's not just with food. Mm-hmm. You gotta sort of, you know, put that on your life, mm-hmm. where your money comes from, where your money goes, all of that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if your if your money's not halal, what, what does it matter what you eat? That's true. That's facts. Mm, I'd, I'd agree with you, but when it comes to like food, it's more like because money, you can't be that conscious about where your money comes from. Like you can, you can be as conscious as possible, but you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't really, like you, if you work for a company, you can't tell where the finances go and all that. No, just, no, no, okay, yeah. But I'm talking about for food, like it's survival. I'm talking about you yourself. Like, Explicit. are, Okay, for example, you know, stealing hours, leaving oh. work early, things like that, where your money... They, they, the game's the game. The game's the game. Where yeah, do, but at the end what, of the day, the, when no, the game's over... I know, I get you, but if you, look at, like, if you look at the world, companies are trying to pay you for the most amount of work with, with the, the least amount of pay, mm-hmm. and you're going the other way. It's just the way, the, like, it's just the, way it works, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. Okay, what about this? That's Would it be... Right. But you sort of reacting to that is letting your... Is letting the outside environment affect your actions, right? No matter how other people react, it's still on us to sort of tread that straight path. Of no matter how, if we, no matter I, how much I agree with you, you, I agree with you. But only if we lived in a place where they did the same thing. If they're not no, doing right, it, like, because no, the way no, I see regardless. it, it's like yo, if I if I work my ass off, I'm not gonna get paid like I work my ass off. You know what I'm saying? I'm still gonna get paid. The, the All right. What about this? What if you you're get you're getting paid to get a job done? Right. Let's say your hours are nine to five, but you get the job done before five. Your your purpose was that day was to do something, and that's what you're getting paid for. And let's say if you finish that earlier than you were supposed to. No, but that's thing. That's then that's an agreement the, between you and your company. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Like you necessarily might not be technically allowed to, but like you finished what you were getting paid to do. Okay. Are you still at work though? Like, are you still like, supposed you to be getting, there? Are you getting paid for the hours? Like, do you have to be there from this hour to like, this hour? Like physically. Then that's you. That's your. That's that's your requirement to be there from this hour to this hour. But if it's just a job, and you're saying how long did it take you to finish the job? If you're getting paid by the job, then it's like okay, this is how long it took me. But that's 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 what you really like. Every day you're supposed to get a, a task done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doesn't matter how much hours they give you. Okay, if you're if you're done that task, are you allowed to go home? I mean, what if what if there's no. What if there's no nobody telling you you can't? What does that mean? Because there's some you, you can work in places where there's no one behind like behind no team your leave? back telling you like yo, you don't leave. There's some jobs that you don't clock in. But that's what I'm saying. If the if the job requirement is nine to five, then it's nine to five. What if that? What if that? For example, I'll give you an example. Your salary, fam. Are you saying yeah, salary? Give me, give me an example to that. I'll give you an example. Go ahead. Because go ahead. I had like, I had a job like that. Yeah. Go ahead. Like for example, um, I worked in a company where no one clocked in. You came in, you did your job, and you cut, but you still got paid like, yeah, like you were there the whole time. Yeah, that's that's the agreement between but you and the company. Then. But on paper, it doesn't say that. But it's just an unsaid thing. Yeah, but I think that's it's 
it's still an agreement okay. between you and your right. company. Yeah. Money's lit, fam. It's clean. Right. It's good. Yeah. At least, at least. But, the hours like, part. but I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad about it, doing it. But that's that's the hours <laughs> part. Now it's where does the, the company's money come from? Because if you know that all no, they do. Every company or any major company, they deal in interest. They deal in things. Hundred percent. Yeah. But you're not getting. You're getting paid for the job you're doing. Okay. Because I saw. I, I know we don't want to get into like too much into the religious part, but. I saw a person of knowledge talk to a person um, that was asking a question about where their money was coming from, and it was a hotel that they said they worked at. And he said, "Yo, if you could find a job that had like a, a better like like uh, source of income that was like from basically the money that they make and from there." What's wrong with the, the hotel? Mon- the money, the majority of the money comes from alcohol and and things like that. So that's why he was sticky. And he said, "If okay. you could find a better spot, then it's better mm, for that." You see, that's you know, practically speaking. Everything. Isn't, I don't think Everything. there's anything. What, what places? What places doesn't? What places money is completely clean? Exactly. Impossible. Where? They're limited. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But not, and not everybody can work there. Correct. I understand that. Saying, but I'm saying we gotta do what you yeah. do the best with what's in front of you. Exactly. I'm just trying to be objective to what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah I think it's impossible to like count where the dollars come from. You know what I'm saying? You're never gonna pull it off. The, the more you ever, clean you try to no. be, the more open doors you're gonna find and say, oh, maybe this could be haram. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so you, just I think you just have to work like with what it's in front of you. You know, if you have a job that pays you well and it gives you time to do other things, especially like pray, like praise a lot and time and stuff like that, you gotta outweigh the, the the pros than the cons. You know, like you can't look at it like, oh, I'm working. I'm working here even though a percentage might come from Sahara, I gotta give it no, completely. I'm up, saying you know no no saying? no no you see he said the person of knowledge said that it just if it's a small percentage it's whatever but I'm saying just objectively speaking just out of general knowledge I'm not saying be specific and like look at every dollar like like give him an audit you know I'm not saying that just saying a general idea. Like where, where where would like where did he say this? Like in Canada, or was it like a different? No, it was it was abroad. But at the end of the day, it applies anywhere. That's what I feel like, you know. I don't think it does though. I think it's harder to look at their rulings and place it on. Yeah, but there's everywhere, everywhere. There's almost even a hospital. The money's not clean. Yeah, hundred percent. Every dollar that comes into this even country, a, like even the hospital. Would you say? Would you? Would you? Would you, would you advise somebody not to be a doctor? No, obviously. Yeah. Not. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, uh, well, since we're on. Uh, n- Kind of uh, re- religious topics. Let's, might as well uh, talk about uh, prayer. You know what I mean. Um, and yeah, it's praying your five. And I remember talking to somebody about this, and it said, "You know, m- my job allows me to pray the five, but I don't do it because people look at me funny." You know, and I remember thinking, like, "Yo." If the if how people look at you can you know determine whether or not you pray, then where are you really serious about it? You know. But then again, I don't want to say that to somebody like you know outright. But then you know, it sort of makes you question that. I think like some people are insecure about their religion, especially in this society. They don't want to put their opinions out there because if you say you're Muslim. It, it comes with some baggage, you know what I'm saying? There's some question you're gonna have to answer with people, you know? They, they look at my name and they know I'm Muslim, so. No, yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with you, but already. I'm saying like some people who can hide it, they prefer to hide And I'm not saying they, 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 they should or they shouldn't, but I'm saying for some people, like, it's easier to do it that way. Cause it's better for them to at least do it that way than, you know, to give it up completely, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I get it, but then again, you know, I, like, mashallah, you're, you're, you're strong in your Islam, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, but there's some guys that are shaking it, my friend. I feel like, no, it's not even about just, you know, choosing to be a, you know, rebellious or anything like that. It's more like, okay, if something is important to you, then no matter how much you, you know, people talk about it or how much, you know, people look at you negatively, it's going to outweigh all of that, right? So, 
and especially with something like you know choosing to go and pray, that's something that's that's gonna you know develop over time. The more you do it, the more you know the more important it's gonna get to you. And you know how a lot of times people will be like, okay, you know I'll do this, you know when my heart is in the right place. You know I need to let me work on my heart first. But these are things like that'll that'll make that, that work on your heart themselves. You know, so if you can say, I know what, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go pray no matter who's looking at me. Sometimes even, you know, you're, there's a GP going on, you're with your boys, and you say, yo, let me pray for a little bit. Even, yo, your boys will look at you funny. They'll be like, yo, you know, what are you doing, you know? And that does happen, but how important is it to you? That's gonna determine whether or not you're gonna decide, you know, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go pray. But honestly, I think that, like, the excuse of, yo, I do X, Y, and Z, and and like I can't, I can't be in that state in front of, in yep. front of God and all that stuff. It's like, at the end of the day, if, like if you don't do it, like if you don't do it, you know what I mean. Mm. It's just another thing on top. It's just another thing on top of it. So might as well at least if you're already kind of in the gray. We, I think I, we heard this the other day. If you're already kind of in the gray, might as well not be in the gray and other things. So prayer is probably like one. Of the and I know that it's one of those things where like, okay, you're, if you're doing all of these negative things, then just. At least this thing, this positive thing, sort of you know, balances the skills a little more, or tips the scale closer to the good side a little more. And then, but it is a trick of shaitan. Like you're gonna be, you know, hopelessness is one of the biggest tools, right? You've done this, 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 this. You know, do you think Allah's gonna forgive you? You know, and that's sort of one of the tricks that shaitan uses. And even people use that. You know, people will tell you, "Yo, bro, yesterday you were doing this and this and this. Now you want to go pray?" Mm, and facts. That's coming from people that that are supposed to be close to you. But it all comes from a place of negativity. They themselves are hopeless in themselves. So they have no hope for themselves. They have no hope for the people around them. Mm-hmm. So when they see somebody that around them who has hope, who thinks like, okay, I can do something, then it's like they want to sort of pull them closer to them. It's mm-hmm. not that they want to pull them down. They just want to pull them closer to themselves. Or kind of mm-hmm. make, just make them feel better about whatever, like whatever they Misery do. loves company. Yeah, exactly. Mm, that's true. But, but it's not like just saying it is, is not an easy thing. Like it's actually hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's very hard. It's very hard. Especially Five to times maintain. a day, and you have to have wudu, and you have to be in the clean environment. You know, like it's not something that you can just shake up off the ground and say, "I'm gonna do this." You know, it's like it takes dedication from people. You it know, takes what I'm saying? it takes effort. Yeah, 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 it takes habits. like you really have to like keep that in mind. You know, no, I remember I, was ta- I remember watching um, uh, a a video. It was a vlog, and a girl was talking about um, how she started praying. And you know, she said, you know, she started with one salah. She's like, you know, every day I'm gonna get one salah, no matter what, and then sort of start from there, and then add another one, another one, another one, and then she got to five, where she said, now I'm praying five times a day, no matter what the situation is. And that's how it works. There's nobody that can change their life, just jump up and just change their life one time. You know, it's one of those yeah. things that it's transition. You take you take the small steps, and those steps sort of propel you to take more and more steps. But if it begins with you know taking that first step, and sort of we we have this mindset where we feel like. We're drowning in things. I feel like there's, I don't know where to turn. I don't know where to start. Yeah. You know? I think like, realistically, when you go to Islamic country, like everywhere you go, the Adhan is played everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So you have a constant reminder that like Salah is there. But like in here, you don't have that. It's just you thugging it all the, on the, your the, own. App. It's just called Adhan app. app. <laughs> no, 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 I agree. Yeah, but yeah. no, no, but the thing is the environment. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to play into the environment. You know what I'm saying? If the people are like, how many it's guys? Like swimming, it's like swimming upstream. No, but how many guys do? Like you, 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 100% you guys know people like this. They probably aren't that religious, but around you, when it's time for Salah, they're going to pray. 100%. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not even really praying because Allah. Like I, I know this to them, but it's not because of that. Their intention is, no, yeah, no, I'm with no, these no, guys, I'm praying that. for that. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's not even that, you know, their intention is wrong. A lot 
lot of times is that people have you know they want it in, in their mindset they want to do it but you know they might not have the courage to get up and go do it yeah so if somebody around them is doing it then it's like okay I'm gonna jump on that you know as well and that's not necessarily a negative intention it's just extra help yeah and a reminder and sometimes if people are lazy I myself can't even lie so if I see people praying and I know it's a lot of time they'll be like all right so let's go we'll do do it you know because sometimes even as example CNH I know for a fact that only when certain people are there especially like early and they remember and then all the guys are like yo yo let's go let's pray then everybody stops even if we're, we're all Muslim, we're not all Muslim, we all stop because we respect each other really well. We stop, we pray. And even if other runs are going on, whatever, stuff happens and we just, we pray. It was just good. For me, I remember, um, you know, Alhamdulillah, now I always like get my five throughout, right? But when I was like struggling with it, the number one thing that like used to go on my head, if I, say if I woke up like super late, like in the day, like, or like I had class in the morning, I didn't have time to like, you know, there's little things, you know? And I'd always be like, yo, I missed, like, this, this, this prayer, like, like, toss my hair going, like, yo, you missed, like, three prayers, like, just don't, just don't pray for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? That's the type, that's the type, that's the type of thoughts that, that you have when you're, like, when you're struggling, you know what I'm saying? That is just, that so, is just a classic. Bro, I'm yeah, telling you, like, big, it's like, yo, it's, it's like you're already, like, like he was saying, like, you're already, like, missing, like, this, this much, like, you, what's, what's this gonna do? Let's just, re- just start fresh the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, what, but once you get over the, like, for me, like, I got over the hump, and now it's, like, a natural thing. Like, I feel out of place when, I, I, when I haven't, when I haven't yeah. got my five. I feel weird, like, so I'm glad like, I got to that place, but in, the in struggle's this, real. Like, out here, like, you got to give credit to people that actually pray. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, when some when people commit sins, we're always like, look, you know, look at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, keep drinking, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to do that at the same way, like, when people are praying, because it's not easy praying. Like, it's not easy. Like, you know, you have to. to stop what you have to doing. be super kind. Like, wudu, I'm not going to lie. Wudu is one of the hardest things to keep. It's one or of keep the hardest track things of. to keep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or keep track of. Yeah, well, Allah is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you use the washroom one time. All right, now, now I got to go make wudu. And when you're in public, places making would do you look like a crackhead <laughs> look like you're taking a shower <laughs> oh my god the trick you is know? to make with in the morning then put your socks on but yeah i get you but you know Facts. what but you know Facts. what the thing is you know the thing is even like sometimes when you're there and like you're taking off your shoe just to wipe over it you see a guy walking and he like you know yeah. no, no, listen, 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 no, listen, right. listen, it does happen listen, like, you have to be conscious happen. of these things because that that's the one thing that affected me growing up like I'd, I'd pray for like four or five months, you know, I'd, I'd try to keep it. And then an event would happen, like something would happen and I'd be somewhere and making would do or praying would be, would be looked at as wrong. Or it'd be looked at like kind of weird. So I'd stop then and then from then it trickled downwards, you know, boom, boom, boom. I, I lifted things that happened. Everything, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, everything, I'm everything, everything is a step, you know, exactly. positive and negative. Everything steps. It's like you take one step, next thing you know, you're like, you're propelled. Same with the negative. And the thing about negative is it's easier to, it's easier to go down the stairs than it is upstairs. Mm. That's true. And I, sometimes I even feel like when I'm doing that in the washroom, like I just have that thought process, like I don't give a damn. I have to do what I have to do. And like that's the mentality. I can't lie. Like sometimes I do think about that, but other times I'm like, yo, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to pray right now. I'm, I'm going to do I mean, it you kind of thing, you know? It's, it's, look at it. What are you getting? What are you benefiting? What are you gaining, you know? And it's that sense of security, serenity, where you know like no matter what happens, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be good, you know? And a lot of times when you don't, when you, st- when you, and you feel a lot, you miss your prayer here and there and you start to feel restless. You feel, you know, anxious. And it's not even a great deal of anxiety or anxiousness. It's more like discomfort where you're now thinking, okay, what am I going to do later? What am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do? But what, what comes with the salah is thinking, okay, I'm good. I'll be okay. And that sort of, that feeling that you get 
it's something that when you when you think about all of the negativity that all of the you know the the, the weird looks it's worth more than that i i agree yeah and that's why i say like for us in this country or anywhere in the like in the west somebody who prays five times a day we should celebrate like you know what I'm saying? it shouldn't be like a party you know what i'm saying but i think like yo you got to give that credit because it's not like like it's not something that's easy you know what i'm saying especially mm. where we're so secular like you, you and god are supposed to be on two different sides of the earth you know what i'm saying you're supposed to leave god in the east where you go back home that's where you're gonna pray and stuff but out here like leave that stuff you know what i'm saying so when we do especially like you know i, I get you know it, it's, it's, it's but you, you, can't, you can't have the, you can't have that don't have yeah. everywhere yeah that's what i'm saying and it's so like, yeah, you again, gotta sell again. it like i think like whenever whenever like i come across people that like are telling me like they pray five times a day and they take it serious. Like I'm like, yo, you know, that's a martial arts, a good thing. Cause like, it's me trying it, it, it extremely hard. I even know there's days where like, I get to one salah, I get to the Isha and bro, I get home. It's like nine o'clock. I'm like, y'all pray an hour. You know what I'm saying? An hour turns into two. The bed's looking nice. You know what I'm saying? Long, long, long story short, I'm praying at 4 a.m. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I take a little nap or something. So it's like, it's not something that, it's easy like i just people have to because a lot of people think coming into islam like yo i'm gonna today i'm gonna start praying you know what i'm saying i'm gonna start praying five times a day if i don't pray i'm a kafir like they take it that serious and you should but give yourself some leeway because it's not something that you're gonna conquer in one day it's one of, and it's one of the things where if you sort of have that mindset where if i miss one i'm done it you you you're leading yourself to hopelessness like you're leading yourself to the point where you feel like okay I've missed this prayer. I'm, I'm just gonna skip the rest. Exactly, of the exactly. I, f- I feel like the majority of the things that we need to do, just basically, just as Muslims, it just starts as a mentality. It's the consciousness. It's obviously it's taqwa and it's a bunch of other names of different things, like in terms of like your your psyche and your understanding. But if you have that to the core, then you'll have everything else easier because then you'll be like more aware and more, I guess. Um, Conscious, you know, yeah, conscious. You you you'll know. At the, um, if I like at the end of the day, for me, if I were to it, it, like coming with anything, just doing anything, it always starts again with small steps. Like an example would be just like going to the gym. You go once, you start going once, you start going a little more, and then you just get into the groove. So it's kind of like with anything you do, you just have to those yeah. small steps until you get to your end goal. You know what I mean? But um, facts, yeah. Pause it for a second. Oh, sorry, I don't know you're recording. And going back to that, you know, what you said earlier about you know being around people when they're praying and sort of how that influences you. It's another reminder to sort of you know watch who you keep around you. You know, who do you who do you surround yourself with? Are the people that you're with gonna influence you to do good? Are the people that you're with going to influence you to be, you know, to, to negative negativity? And that's sort of, and this is a great example, because, you know, like we said, sometimes you're in an environment where you forget to pray, or you're, you know, in, or you're neglecting your prayer in that moment, and you see somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to get up and pray. Now you're, now you're going to get up and pray. And the next man's going to get up and pray. And it's like G6 said about CNH, and that's how usually how it works, right? Yeah, one man's like, yo, let's get it. Where one person or one, two people say they're going to pray, and then now, next thing you know, you have a whole jamaat of like 20 people. Yeah. Right? And that's how it works, is that people influence each other. And it's sort of like, who do you keep around you? Who influences you? And that plays a major role on, you know, your mindset or your outlook on things. Was, um, wasn't it, there's something like, um, like a good friend is like a perfume or something? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it's like the, 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 the good friend is like, it's like a perfume, even if you're not, you know, even if they don't give you perfume, or if you're not the one making the perfume, then their perfume is gonna rub off on you. Or is the person making, what, what was it? And then the, neg- it's like a, the, the, the blacksmith, yeah. Even if the, even if you're not in that environment, them being in that environment is gonna rub off on you. 
Mm. No, and, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like a perfect analogy for what I guess you're trying to say. But at the end of the day, like, honestly, I think it's harder for, not harder, but it's like, it's for, it's, I guess it might be easier for, for I want to say guys to, to maybe get up and kind of do it. I don't know. I remember one time, um, Nat, I have to give a shout out to Nat. He tweeted, um, or he, you know, he was telling people, like, if you're ever in a shopping mall, just pick up you know, a clo- uh, clothing item and go to the, the change room and spray there. Real talks. You know? Yeah. yeah. That, that was like a li- big life hack. Big you know? life yeah. hack. <laughs> kind of like did that once. And that's, again, it's like, again, what's your mindset? What's your focus? What's your goal? What are you thinking about, you know? What's on your mind? And at the end of the day, maybe even those, those like, sideways, sideways looks mm. might not even be, like, what's this guy doing? Like, oh, maybe, like, they might be interested in what you're doing you know what mm-hmm. I mean because you never really know yo I remember one time I was um, I went up north I don't remember what city it was like, like two hours up north and then I had to pray it was Dhuhr and then like, I had nowhere to pray so I'm you know, I'm just gonna pray outside so I'm in a parking lot to Morton's like redneck territory mm. I go to outside of Tim Morton's I'm in the parking lot I'm praying and I see this with, like this family they're just in a car and they're you know, staring at me and then I'm like you know whatever you know People have been looking for years. You know, there's mm. nothing new. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember I prayed, and then after I was done, um, the guy comes out. The guy comes out of his car and he comes over to me. And then I'm thinking, all right, now I gotta fight somebody. <laughs> 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 and then he comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, I like what you're doing. Keep it up." I'm like, "Whoa, no plot twist." <laughs> yeah, real tough. Yo, that's, I'm telling you, there's lo- there's lots of times. Where you think um, someone's gonna yeah, you like think, you know you think someone's giving you side eye something like funny, that and it's know? completely different it's, yeah, yeah. Different, it's like, yeah. You know, he gives me he's like yo I know he's like I know the times that we're in is difficult you know and for you to sort of you know just do that or do what you did right now he's like I know you're a person who's like you know has is very focused. disciplined yeah. Yeah. yeah and I thought about it I'm like yo for me personally I'm sort of numb to the stairs you know and then and the looks and things like that so in my head when I see it it's just Another to brush off, yeah. but for somebody else, it might be like those stairs are a big thing, and maybe sort of somebody just starting off, like maybe yeah, like exactly. or something that like that may be something that they're they're scared of, like oh, you know, what if people look at me, or maybe I see someone that I know from before, yeah, yeah, that might be something. You know? I feel like that the the best advice I can give to somebody who is struggling with that is the stairs never go away, you just sort of get numb to it. Yeah, mm. exactly. you have to sort of take the steps you know the first steps and sort of you have to sort of let it sort of you know weigh you down until it stops weighing you down well for me the the most stairs or that type of experience ever happened to me rex was with me we're in the airport Mm. so out of all places that you could pray (laughs) the airport is probably the worst place to pray yeah but you know i don't know like but but they have a room though what happened Bro, no, forget we're that. We're, we're about to get, about to hop on the flight. Oh but, like, this geez. is, like, waiting. We're waiting for the flight. And we just said, you know, like, F it, bro. Because like, we're, we're about to go on a plane, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're, I'm, I'm about to miss prayer before going on a plane. Just, like, I'm just like, nah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I prayed. And while I was praying, like, I could just feel, like, the whole spot just grilling me. The whole, the whole airport. Because they're just thinking, like, what? Oh like, my! Thinking, Yo, we're done. Nine, I'm, about to, I'm about to play with these niggas. I'm about to play with these niggas. Ninety percent of people that work at the airport are Somali, anyways. Oh, that's true. That was the only yeah. thing that could help. Yeah, but it was, it was like, 
was, it was mainly like white white people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. still, like I was just like, yo, in my head, I'm like, yo, I'm about to sit beside someone that see me pray. They're thinking, yo, I've already gone for. But one time, I was making wudu here in this building, uh, downstairs, and I don't, I, I think I was just doing the message, just a wipe on on my socks. And I was as I was doing it, uh, a native gentleman walked in. He's like, yeah, man, I like that. We all say, all right, thanks, man, appreciate it. And then I just, you know, did my thing. Look at look at this. If that co- or if that comment from a total stranger sort of like you know makes you feel good and sort of makes you want to sort of continue doing what you're doing, then imagine if you got support from the people around you, your 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 circle of friends. It'll be know? the norm. And then, sort of you know, for me it's like I see that, and then I see okay, imagine how much support you know how much support from your circle of friends would help, and I think to myself, okay, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because you when you look at your circle of friends, you're a part of that circle, you know. So it begins with yourself you had to sort of you know change your mindset about it and even if you're feeling some type of way about it you know you you know use words of encouragement you know make it look like it's normal because you don't know the person that around you might be influenced by that but if you're speaking if you're constantly speaking negative negative about it yeah. then it's like that rubs off on people as well maybe even just talk about your own struggles mm-hmm. and that might make them feel like okay you know what i relate to yeah i can relate to her like what i'm doing isn't isn't the, the worst because like you know you're here and i'm here and i can start t- to get to whatever you are but like you know we can get there together you know and that's I mean? that's making sure that people around you have that same mindset yeah that's but true. at the end of the day some it takes years for people to notice that but yeah go ahead Jesus. yeah so um i think it was like the third day of this past ramadan and i just i was sitting inside the message and i was like yo I want to post up, you know, an ayah or something like that. And I took a picture of the background of, of the of the masjid and stuff like that. And I was like, I put it up. And I was like, yo, I should probably put up like a proper reminder, you know? Just do like full for the rest of the Ramadan. The Ramadan, just, the Ramadan series. The Ramadan that. series. Every single morning on, on Snapchat and, and Instagram, alhamdulillah, it was good. But the thing is, I, I wasn't as consistent afterwards. Because yeah. I even, subhanAllah, so I did it literally every single morning. Posted it up. Classic. Jesus Classic. Snap. And alhamdulillah. And then, and then I had people come up to me. They're like, yo, we like that, this, that. And I was like, I appreciate it, you know. They're like, we should, you should put up more. So I like, I've been thinking about it, like, you know. Maybe do like a every Friday kind of thing. I, yeah, maybe every other day, every two days kind of thing. Yeah. But like. You, everything, everything begins with a step. Yeah. And, and I, I love the fact that, that the people came up to me because like I realized actually what was happening on the back end because you know you don't know you don't see who's being affected who's you know uh, appreciating the reminders or like benefiting from them but when you see that then you're like you realize like you're actually internalizing damn like it's actually working at least for benefit for myself and for other people so whatever good that you do and you put forth whether it's for yourself or for other people just you know keep even doing the, it and keep your head up like this even ep- for one person this episode could be a reminder for someone to be like big facts you know what i mean to start praying or something I, the hardest thing about like all of this is just to keep it, you know what I'm saying? There's so many highs and lows to this game, especially praying. Like there's so when you start off, when you get that first month, oh my god, all over you're the waking place. up before Fajr, you know what I'm saying? You're praying the truth and before <laughs> Fajr. You're ready, you know what I'm saying? You have your little Quran app. You're re- like you're ready for all of it, you know what I'm saying? And then as as time progresses, you notice how how the 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 so wall's getting deeper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you got to keep going deeper and deeper, and it's getting harder and harder. And that's how like I look at it as like yo, like you're Iman needs a revival on the regular. You know, it needs a revival on the regular. Because, like, even me, like, there was a time where you could not stop me from doing anything to pray. You know what I'm saying? I would do anything. I remember calling my friends and saying, yo, like, yo, you're working right now. Yo, fam, just pull over. I'm supposed to be at this mosque. You know what I'm saying? On the regular. It wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even, like, an issue with me, you know? And then as, as the months go by, I'm like, 
what happened to that Yahoo? You know what I'm saying? That guy was a good guy. Like, where, where did that guy go? You know, because now that's, I fell off that's, it. That's, that's always how it's going to work. I, I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. It's ups and downs. You sort of have to. Exactly. The ups and downs are, are the worst. Because when that happens, then you start to question the dean inside you, you know? And that's where people start to fall off. Because how many people do we, how, like, you know, you know a lot of people that they show up a lot. And then something happens, an event happens in their life, and it, 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 they it, disappear. Sidetrack, not not down something else. They're thinking about something else, and they want to come back, but they just need that revival. You know what I'm saying? They just need that that little bit that that push to come back in. You know what I'm saying? And I think like we gotta come up with like ideas, especially and, like not for the world, but for your group of friends. You know what I'm saying? Something to make that revival easier. Honestly, you know what it is? It's literally just talk about it, bring it up. But, I feel like a lot of times, you know, within your circle of friends, you know. And this is often like you know people don't talk about anything you know religion related, and it, what ends up happening is like now you're thinking, yo, I want to pray, but you know I can't talk about it with my friends, and you might not know, but everybody in that group is thinking the same thing. <laughs> religion you is know? usually the elephant in the room sometimes. And that's the thing, you just have to sort of get over that hump and talk about it. And sometimes what ends up happening is the person who needed the extra push will get the extra push. For sure, but I think like for us, especially for people that. We're, we're not secular, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Islam is a part of our life, you know? But what, whatever we try to do, it's not. Like, what, every time we try to do things in our life, especially you go to the bank, there's no mention of, you know, like, God or any, like, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. all interest, so everything is, is thrown at you. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's like swimming upstream. It's exactly, 100%. And sometimes, you know, you're, you're going you know, to go downstream, you know? And the people that are supposed to help you upstream, I feel like most of the time, they treat you like an outsider. Like when yep. you go to the mosque sometimes, yep. after you missed out for five months, when you go back into the mosque, oh, brother, what happened to you? You know, they start to treat you like there's something wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, you know what, you know exactly. Funny? Nobody wants to experience that. Nobody. Because mm-hmm. the one thing about the deen is, yo, like, you're going to die you're gonna you're gonna die with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something. If you die with it, inshallah, you're gonna die. If not, you're going to hell. So you're you're always looking at it as yo, like I want to die on. I'm, like so, whenever you're looking at the future and you go to a mosque and you have guys around you that are making you feel like an outsider when you're trying to be more of the insider than ever because you need that. That's when. That- and that's, I think that's the saddest part. Yeah. Is that you have people who like, and I remember, like, when you come in, and this happened, uh, you know, UBK. Somebody came into the mosque and his head, like, you know, had braids, pants sagging. And then, you know, some of the uncles like, yo, what are you doing? Da, da, da. You know, they started badgering him. And I'm there confused. Like, yo, what's, what's going on here? Like, you're talking to the guy who's here. You should be talking to the people who are not here. You know, exactly. this, I feel like people's, people's priorities are messed up. You know, it's like, the way at that point, it's it. not. It's just the people themselves, yeah, exactly. as opposed to what you know what yeah, I mean, exactly. and the place they are, obviously. And they don't, they don't realize that they may, they might be pushing people away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't they don't think about that because it's it's hard to it's hard to factor that in. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. Like when people get on their dean wave. I don't want to say this, but it's they like get, they're, they they're higher than you. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I see it too. Like when somebody's praying, who's like, you know, reading the Quran and all that, wearing the khamis outside, I personally view them as being higher than me. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like when they do it in the mosque, it's all, like, you know what I'm saying? When they're in the mosque and all that stuff is there, like they're exposed to the deen. You know what I'm saying? It's all around them. But when you have somebody that's coming in and you're looking at it as, yo, like, I, that's where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? But obviously getting there wasn't easy. But you have guys making it seem like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, why, why are you missing out on this, brother? You know what I'm saying? Fudger, all this, bro. Like, the little steps, exactly what you said, the little steps are what count. And if you're not even on the little steps yet, then you're throwing somebody else out for a reason that in your mind you think is good, but that person could have started praying that day. And just because you know you treated them like that, yeah. they're going to another five months. Yeah, exactly. now, now they got to find another mosque and they got to find that, another that, group. That, that's sort of a reminder to everybody, you know? It's like, 
the way you talk to people really makes a big difference, you know? So you have to, like, ask yourself, yo, am I somebody who's pushing people to good or am I somebody who's pushing people away from good? Mm. You know, and that sort of, I mean, you have to sort of keep yourself in check at all times, you know? And this this is one of the saddest things that I hear all the time. It's like, yo, you know, I don't feel comfortable going to the mosque. People, you know, people look at me funny. Yeah. You know? And that's that's one of the things that like that really boggles my mind. Like, how are you pushing people away that are coming here when and the people are outside and you don't talk to them? Like, it's easier sometimes going to a new mosque than your home mosque. If you yep. know what I'm saying, yeah. if you haven't been there for some time, it's way easier. You go in there, and nobody's telling you, brother, come, come, come in the first stuff. You know what I'm saying? When yeah, you I go remember. into the mosque that you know, and they tell you, brother, go to the last row. But like, you're not, <laughs> you're not worthy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you're like, yo, like. Yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember yeah. um, Ramadan, this Ramadan I just passed right now. Um, there were some kids that were in the back, and they were making a lot of noise. And then um, after the prayer, one of the one of the older uncles, you know, he got angry and he started yelling, go out. yelling and then you go outside. And then, like, that's when I snapped. So I, I, told, I told them, like, yo, listen, look around you. Everyone here is old. You're all going to die. I told them, you're all going to die. Who's going to take over? Who are you leaving this place to? You know? And I'm telling you, you're the, the same kids that you're telling to go outside. There's nowhere they'd rather be. It's 10 p.m. on a summer night. There's nowhere else they'd rather be. Yeah. And now you're pushing them there and pushing them away from, them, from the mosque for what? Because you, you're distracted? You know, it's like we, we don't it's, want it's, the kids. It's a mind-boggling thing, Allah. The thing is, we always like, especially in this community or any other community, there's there's issues within with youth and things like that. It doesn't make sense, and as you said, it might it boggles your mind how elders and some, not all, push out some of the the youth. Because if you look in this community, like either Regent Park or anywhere downtown and stuff like that, or even other masajid, even the West End, East End, you think about it: how many youth have have actually been pushed out and are now doing things? That the mission are trying to actually um, stop them, stop, and or help they maybe them. talk about on Friday. Exactly, Friday no, I feel like exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a generational gap as well. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They don't understand it. They don't get it as, as much as um, they should. And sadly, it's leading to um, you know what I mean. The futures of, of money, many youth being um, taken away in in terms of their, their 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 potential, Islamic potential, because your potential to to do more good. It can be um, hindered by people getting in your way. Like, as an example, when you're trying to come to the dean, come to the mosque, and things like that. Not everybody has that like strong mentality where, like, oh, no, I have taqwa, go to the masjid, all this, you know what I mean? Or find a space. You know what I mean? It's hard for some people. So that's why you need that. But Honestly, I think there's like a, when you talk about generational gap, I was thinking, I'm like, the generational gap is like huge. Where, where are the, where's the in between? Like, so you, there's like the 50s and 40s, you know what? 60s? It's, there's, there's the old. This is happening. Like the people that are in the mosque are all the older people, the young kids. You know, they come here and there because their parents bring them. Yeah. But everyone in between, it's not there. Yeah, there's like a huge like, a, like I was very. I was thinking about it. I'm like, where the hell are the 30 year olds, the 32 year olds, <laughs> the 28 year olds, the 26 year olds? Like, they're not there. You know, they're you know not. I'm they, like, you know why? They got pushed. You know why? They got pushed. We got we got so used to this mindset, nine to five. You know, go make your money, support your family. You you go to work all day. And then you come home, you're tired. The mosque is like, you know, 20 minutes, so I'm just going to pray in my room. Yeah. And now you have a community that's missing out on the people who are supposed to be their leaders. The, the, the main question is, how are you going to bridge that for your kids? Because it's going to be worse for your kids. Honestly, you have, 
Like, you're like, not even no, going to be the elder. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the elders, elders are going to be gone at that point. The guys that tell them, get out the mosque, and you're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, just going to be them not in the mosque. You know what it is? No. I remember... Um, like, I'm going to be happy if my kids just pray. Like, if they if they yeah. praying my guy in their room or whatever, <laughs> we'll I'll push. be happy. There's, there's, you know? there's, there's, there's a sheikh, um, Abu Huraira. You know, he was talking about um, how you get people to, like, or get youth involved, you know? And he was saying, like, the first thing is pull them in with something that they like, you know, and make that sort of the focus and then throw in reminders where you can, right? So, for example, one of the things that we do is the basketball on Fridays, right? The whole point is basketball. You come, you play ball, right? And then we have like a 10, 15-minute reminder in between, you know, when we're praying. And that sort of is like, for a kid, that might be the only reminder he gets all week. So if that's the case, then yo, bring them in, bring them in with ball, keep them there with the reminder, you know, and sort of do our best with what, we're, what we can, you know? And I feel like as long as everybody's doing their best with what, they're, with what they have, then we can do something. But then I feel like the amount of people who, you know, the help that we get is very minimal. You know, yeah. there are guys who come and, you know, they help out a lot. And then, but then I feel like for the most part, the people that we sort of need to be those role models are not there. Like, isn't, isn't every salam mandatory in the mosque for, for a male? And, and if, you, if you go on any other day but Friday, it doesn't even look like the mosque is open, my guy, you know? It looks like five guys have the key, and, you know, it's only them in there. But, like, like it, it's very complicated, especially for us, because we're looking at it from, like, everything is secular to us, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing about God in any part of our lives other than the Salah. Like, there's nothing. There's no we part have, of it. We have, no, that, that sort of shows how important it is. I agree. And even the, even the community aspect of it. Like, if you go to the mosque and you're seeing your boys, you know, five times a day, you're now, like, a community. And it's like a chill spot. It's a GP. Exactly. A hundred percent. That's true. But I think, like, like it's something that we obviously want. And, it's I, like, you know, it's something that's very, mashallah, you know, like, we all want it. But in all honesty, like, it's something that it's hard to attain, especially in this environment. If we change the environment, like, I think of, like, we're in, like, a small city, like... This, this is what I was talking about earlier. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the actions that will change the environment, not the environment that will change the actions. Yeah. But, the, but the actions are going the, uh, the other way. You know what I'm saying? The actions are making it harder. Like, like, look at, uh, uh, like, look at the weed thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, now that, now that it's legal, if you, if you smoke, like, you know what I'm saying? We're not getting back to this. We're not, we're not, we're not. I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying the environment's moving the opposite way, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but you smoke, honestly, you can't pray. You drink, you can't pray. Yeah. You eat haram food, you can't pray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit optimistic okay, for the okay, future. Okay. I think that that um, future generations are gonna, you know, there's gonna be like people. I think that, real change is only gonna happen then. No, but I'm still hopeful. I think people. No, are honestly, though, the, the, the way I see things right now, I feel like we are sort of taking steps in the right direction. Yeah. The last eight years were were just. Really bad, really, really <laughs> atrocious, bad. you know. Shaking but I feel like now we are taking steps in the right direction. Yeah, especially with, I'm be honest, a lot of people that are doing good things. I blame you know? Chief Keef. <laughs> you blame yeah. Chief Keef. So sad. <laughs> nah, but bang, bang. I feel like I feel like now, especially kids coming up, most like the parents are becoming like most of the parents now. They realize the dangers. Not only, and obviously it's too late, right? But we have gone through, we've seen what our parents gone through. So gone I feel like that. our kids or people around our age, kids are the, because we were the experiment basically. Yeah, and we like you know we would I mean? know like we would know we know the tricks and better than our parents, than would, our parents only would. because they came in blind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but here's, the thing. But here's the thing, so did the 30 year olds. 
That's true. That's true. He's so, right. So did the thirty-year-olds. Yeah, the thirty-year-olds are still working on it, man. That's the thing. That's the thing. We're not gonna blame those if we sort of don't like realize the mistakes that even the people who are even 10 years older than us, we have to realize the mistakes they made as well. Because in 10 years, that's going to be That's us. what I mean. With time, it gets better. We're no longer the first people to do it. So we have sort of... We have the opportunity. We have, some, we have something to compare it to. Yeah. You know, you know, I feel like that's one of the good things that we I have. Feel like, I feel like the one thing in, in our culture, I don't know if it applies to like your culture, but I know in our culture, like we don't, we don't, we're not talkers. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't talk to your dad. You know what I'm saying? You don't talk to... <laughs> About like, your feelings you and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like, you know, there's none of that. So... <laughs> Like learning from their mistakes is, is literally us just watching them do things with us and then being like, oh, nah, that I could have done that I a little better. On. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like that conversation of knowing that, okay, my dad did try this and my mom did, or like my, my older brother, my older cousin, these things happen. We're, we're not a people like that. Everything you do is in secret. Even your dad, if, if, you, if you're going to get married, nobody knows until the day of the wedding. You know, it's <laughs> things like that because, because, you know, we look at evil eye and things like, it's just, it's weird. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something I noticed in our culture. We're not talkers. Like, you, 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 we're not open like that. You know, your complete family is not open like that. Nobody no, knows. We're, we're not open, but everybody knows everything. But nobody, <laughs> yeah, but it's, super all, it's all gone. There's a yeah, bunch of there's a bunch of unsaid sure. things that but people nobody already knows know. the truth. The truth is always is hidden. You know what I'm saying? Distorted. You got to be yeah. 55 to find out what really happened back in 1985. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on, bro. You know? Yeah, but I feel like like some parents they're like so open and they, they understand, especially like the ones that came in like the 80s. They have a better understanding, or even the 70s, right? So if I'm not mistaken, Rex, you, uh, I think your parents came in like the 80s, no? Something like that, or the early nineties. Oh, in the nineties. Nineties, right? Okay, yeah. so they, they they have some time. They have a lot of time. Some parents they came as 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 well, late my parents, as my parents are younger. Like my they're younger. younger. Yeah, so they understand. So. Like the older you get, you <clears throat> they, they 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 say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So yeah. it's kind of like harder for you to like pick up things and understand like the way things happen. And I feel like you communicate more the younger you are with like people that are younger than you. Yeah. Rather than if you're older, you're more hard-headed, and then you're not necessarily thinking, "Oh my God, like I should actually like take in this person's opinion or this under- their understanding and the way things are going and the like, right?" Yeah, but um, I think we are done, done. for this week. Um, but I'm sh- yeah, I think. So wait, do you guys want to just recap lessons learned or maybe pieces of advice? Uh, download the Adan app early, never late. I say celebrate your friends that are trying, and. You know what I'm saying? Be happy for them when they actually pray. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be, follow them for sure. But at the same time, even if you're not a part of it, at least celebrate them. Because at the end of the day, it's not easy. It's not something that's just going to happen. And they need to be, they, they need to be celebrated. And also, like, even if you're not on the same wavelength or, like, on the same level, I guess, like, religion-wise, don't, like, make it, like, try, to, try your best to keep everything positive and, like, yeah. no negative vibes type shit. Never give up hope. I think that's what it is. Every every day is a battle. Every day is a struggle. And as long as yesterday is better than today, even by an, an inch, as long as today is better than yesterday, you know, you're, you're heading in the right direction. Uh, and my advice is uh, don't eat pork for two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll see, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> don't know.